Welcome to the latest advocacy episode of the AUA's podcast, The Inside Track. In this week's top advocacy news, the National Academy of Medicine recently released a new report on clinician burnout that addresses the prevalence of burnout, its impact on healthcare in the United States, and addresses six goals for stakeholders to prevent and mitigate clinician burnout and foster professional well-being. The report, titled Taking Action Against Clinician Burnout, A Systems Approach to Professional Well-Being, reflects the findings of the 2016 AUA Census, which reported burnout rates for urologists as being high, with more than one-third of urologists experiencing symptoms. The AUA issued a public statement from President John H. Lynch, MD, applauding the Academy for developing the report and bringing additional attention to this important issue. Burnout is real. It impacts the entire healthcare system and exacerbates already existing workforce shortages in many specialties, including urology, he said in a statement. The six goals outlined in this report, creating positive work environments, addressing burnout in training and at early career stages, reducing tasks that do not improve patient care, improving usability and relevance of health information technology, reducing stigma and improving recovery services, and creating a national research agenda on clinician well-being are laudable first steps to consider as we move toward a solution. In legislative news, the AUA joined members of the Alliance of Specialty Medicine in a letter supporting Senate Bill 2546, the Safe Step Act, introduced in late September by Alaska Senator Lisa Murkowski and seven original co-sponsors. The bill would require insurers to implement a clear and fair appeals process that would allow step therapy to be bypassed in medically necessary circumstances, such as when a patient is already stable on a therapy. S-2546 would also establish a time frame in which insurers must respond to appeal to ensure that patients receive appropriate treatment in a timely manner. Original co-sponsors of the bill included Senators Doug Jones of Alabama, Bill Cassidy of Louisiana, Maggie Hassan of New Hampshire, Cindy Hyde-Smith of Mississippi, Jackie Rosen of Nevada, Kevin Kramer of North Dakota, and Angus King of Maine. Senator Jerry Moran of Kansas and Kirsten Sinema of Arizona also support the bill. In fundraising news, the AUA's Political Action Committee, AUA PAC, hosted an event for Senator Mike Braun. Senator Braun is the junior senator from Indiana, a private business owner, and formerly served in the Indiana House of Representatives and is a member of the Jasper County School Board. He's a member of the Senate Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee, which has jurisdiction on U.S. health policy and the Senate Special Committee on Aging, which oversees the development of health policy for seniors and Medicare. AUA PAC was launched earlier this year with the goal of further raising the House of Urology's profile and fostering relationships with members of Congress in Washington, D.C., as well as in their home districts, thereby providing opportunities to engage lawmakers and strengthen our advocacy networks. Additionally, it represents the voice and broad interests of our domestic membership, which reflects all facets of the urology community. For more information on AUA PAC, visit www.myauapac.org. In patient and research advocacy news, the AUA participated in a meeting hosted by the Defense Health Research Consortium, a group of 38 patient, provider, and research advocacy organizations, including the AUA. 
The consortium collaborates to develop strategies that complement their individual efforts in preserving funding under the Department of Defense's congressionally directed medical research programs. The meeting featured a presentation by Colonel Stephen Dalal, director of the CDMRP. Colonel Dalal stated that, beginning in 2019, the CDMRP was granted access to the NIH database, ensuring no duplication of awards between the agencies. Additionally, the program was granted access to the DOD's pharmacy database, which is utilized to demonstrate program outcomes. The AUA continues to closely monitor fiscal year FY 2020 appropriations measures to ensure urologic research programs continue to be fully funded and will keep you apprised of further developments. On October 24th, the AUA joined the Association of American Medical Colleges, AAMC, and 303 other physician, patient, and academic organizations in urging the leadership of the House and Senate Appropriations Committee to pass the FY 2020 Labor, Health, and Human Services and Education Appropriations Act. While both the House and Senate bills would call for an increase in research dollars for the National Institutes of Health, NIH, we are currently 25 days into the new fiscal year and NIH has been operating under a continuing resolution with uncertainties to its budget. As a reminder, attendees of the 2019 AUA Summit successfully advocated for report language to be included in the FY 2020 Health Spending Bill, encouraging the National Cancer Institute to further invest in research for prostate cancer screening for high-risk populations. Funding for that research would come directly from the NIH. The AUA also attended a coalition meeting in October hosted by the Friends of National Institute on Child Health and Human Development. The meeting included presentations from NICHD leaders who provided updates regarding the NIH Pediatric Research Consortium, the Pediatric Research Report, and the newly released NICHD Strategic Plan. Representatives from more than 17 patient, physician, and research advocacy organizations participated in discussions that highlighted ways the coalition can work together to promote the research taking place at NICHD. The AUA submitted feedback to the Institute's strategic plan earlier this year and regularly engages with the agency to ensure urology remains a priority among overall NICHD program efforts. In state advocacy news, Michigan recently joined other states in introducing surprise billing legislation when, on October 10th, Senator Lana Tice introduced SB 571. This measure adds a section to current Michigan statute that would make failure to comply with legislation concerning health professionals who are non-participating providers and fail to provide certain notices or accept certain payment punishable by a fine. SB 571 was referred to the Senate Committee on Insurance and Banking. In addition, Senator Curtis Hertel introduced SB 572, which specifies that a non-participating provider may bill for any cost not covered for services rendered to a non-emergency patient if advance notice is given. SB 572 was introduced and referred to the Senate Committee on Insurance and Banking on October 10th. The AUA continues to follow both federal and state surprise medical billing issues closely and will keep you updated as these bills move forward. Wrapping up this week's podcast, U.S. Food and Drug Administration recently announced that it has approved ravulizumab for atypical hemolytic uremic syndrome, a rare blood disease that can cause abnormal blood clots to form in small blood vessels in the kidneys. 
Ravulizumab was previously approved by the FDA to treat paroxysmal nocturnal hemoglobinuria and is manufactured by Alexian Pharmaceuticals. Thank you for listening to the AUA Inside Tract Podcast, an official podcast of the American Urological Association. For more information, please visit auanet.org.